progressive is oppressive. That is Pastor Mike and myself that you're hearing. Welcome, listeners. This is the Ordinary Church Podcast. We just want to get started uh, by diving in on that today, uh, because guess what? Progressive really is oppressive. Yeah, we're going to battle the megaphone fools That's what right. we're going to do. That's weird. Like, seriously, the noise of untruth is sometimes so deafening to people, and people are just parading around with their you know, progressive ideas and, and feeling like they have to tell everyone about it. It's like, come on, people, just go get a life, and... Uh, we need to not cave in. But yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting, Connor, I was, I told you this a little bit, I didn't tell you what I was doing, but I wrote this this morning. That moment you realized you wasted the better part of an hour letting your eyes, ears, heart, and mind be assaulted by someone else's sad, twisted, pathetic, ungodly need to be seen and heard. <laughs> and here are my, here are my uh, hashtags. I didn't post this, by the way, so this, I'm <laughs> posting it right now on my, on, on, on this uh, on this podcast. Uh, why is profanity so celebrated? Why so many grammatical errors? Why just why? Redeem the time. God's gifts should be used for good. And Proverbs 17.20. Which is? What a mashup, huh? Well, Pro- Proverbs 17.20 is an interesting verse, okay? Let me read it for you, okay? Here we go. Ready? A man of crooked heart does not discover good, and one with a dishonest tongue falls into calamity. Hmm. It's just one of those things. It's one of those, you know, I don't know. It's a proverb that's, it's just, it's just a general truth yeah. that, that kind of, you see it happening oh, yeah, right now. And yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I was, by the way, I was looking at something that I, I was surprised. I thought I was going to be led to something good turns out that this person, I think, holds to some pretty progressive views and is celebrating their profanity, which is weird because they profess to be a believer. Mm. And it's just odd to me, okay, especially with their market. Okay, I'm not even going to say anything else. I can't, okay, because because I don't want to, like, let, I don't want to let it be known who, I, who I'm sure. referring to. It's no one that lives around us, okay? Okay. And then why so many grammatical errors? Uh, this is just strikes me. People that are spouting off about all their, you know, how smart they are now, have put they don't they don't proofread their stuff. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a sidebar, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, why so many grammatical errors? Can't you just use the right word? I mean, because you just ruined the thought. And then why just why? What was the redeeming quality of why are you putting that out there? And then redeem the time. Like it just reminded me. I need to redeem the time and not waste an hour letting myself be assaulted by somebody else's, you know, garbage. And then God's gifts should be used for good. And, and the thing is, this person is a gifted um, communicator in the way they, they've been given a gift in a certain realm, and they communicate that gift by doing certain things. And it just so happens. And they're not famous or anything like that, but it just so happens that they're saying they're a believer, but they're celebrating some things that would be damaging for, you know, your average churchgoer, hmm. church member. It's a, it's a strange world to be living in, and mm-hmm. in every which way you look, it seems like there's deconstruction and deconversion stories, people who have mm-hmm. kind of moved from historic biblical Christianity into progressive beliefs, and then out of that into agnosticism. Um, or atheism after or, that. Or, or, or yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you. And which, I mean, really, what's the, what's the difference at that point? Um, right, well, the Gnostic says, hey, I've got some special truth that I figured it out. You need, you need me as your expert. I need to consult with you mm-hmm. because now you need to listen to the way, to the brand I have. Yeah. I mean, really, that's where they go. Yeah. And Gnosticism is just, it's just a repackaged 
You know, it's 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 lies repackaged, and it puts people into slavery. Hmm. It really does. Yeah. No, that's that's totally true. But can I just ask for for people who are out there who are saying, yeah, what's the big deal about all of this? I really like a lot of what I'm hearing from mm-hmm. that camp. Um, I think that what they say makes sense biblically. I'm convinced or persuaded by some of their arguments. Could you maybe just speak to that group for a little bit uh, and try to maybe even just in brief help them to question themselves, if you will? Sure. Okay. Good. Is that a funny way of saying it? No, I love it. I love it. I love the way you word stuff. Um, look, and, and by the way, listeners, today, Connor's just trying to take my rambling thoughts and, and mold them into something of, of redeeming value. <laughs> so that was a, a good way to pinpoint it. But I guess what I want to do is, is, is cry out and, and kind of shake them and say, where is your discernment? Mm-hmm. Like literally, where is your discernment? Where did it go? Who, who hijacked your body and put your your current mind in it. Like, who are you? I'm seriously. And I think there are people I know that I've known for a long time that they, they, you don't know them anymore because they have this mindset. And I guess you, what you just said is so true. People will say, I like what I'm hearing. It makes sense to me. I agree with it. And it's so antithetical to a solid handling of Scripture. Yeah. And that's where I cry out, where is your discernment? Yeah. You know, what about being a an approved worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the, the word of truth, handling accurately the word of truth? What happened to that? And I think what happened is people get lulled to sleep in this quasi-intellectual mumbo-jumbo. And, and, and I think their worldview has been pushed, yep. shaped by every input into their life. And again, I'm going to say music, movies, books. You name it. Yep. And some people can go through some of that and be okay. Others take it hook, line, and sinker. And when you have now, you have politicians mm-hmm. and and leaders in a folly set in high places. Yep. Ecclesiastes yep. ten, anyone? Yeah. Um, people in high places that were weaned on the same, uh, from the same, you know, food. They they were they grew up on it, and and now we're seeing it in spades. And here's the thing. For me, I don't know how you feel about it, but I was thinking this last night. I'm reading some stuff and I'm like, it feels, the task feels too daunting. The task feels insurmountable. It feels like there's no way to get through. Hmm. That's exactly where God wants us. Hmm. Because the word is powerful yeah. to crush stony hearts Amen. and to break through deception. That's so true. So I got always remember. I'm glad you just said that. The spirit of God uses the word of God. No, I, I'm yeah. glad you said that. I, I mean, obviously, I spend a lot of time with the younger people in the church, junior high, high school, college age people. And I feel similarly incapable a lot of times to break through. Um, and maybe when, and, we, when we admit that we're not, when we, we are. And that's the spot to be. Yeah. You're right. Because it's the word of God that comes in and, and crushes, you know, the tiny little fortress of our self-deception and and yeah. opens our eyes as the Holy Spirit uses it to see Christ. Um I like what you're saying about discernment, though. Maybe we could just take a second to hover over that. Um, I was listening to a podcast this week, and, and I don't know if anybody listeners remember remembers a year ago, there was a viral Facebook post from a guy whose name is John Cooper, and he was he is, I should say. Skillet. The lead singer of the band Skillet. And he was, he was basically just saying in that post, what in, on earth is happening in Christianity? Why are all of these prominent Christian leaders just turning a flopping over dead, if you will, and just saying, I'm done with Christianity. I don't believe anymore. 
and follow me into my unbelief. So he was just saying what's happening. But in this podcast, one point he made was um, people watch a 10-minute YouTube video or read one article today, and then they think that they have the final word on whatever what whatever it is. And he was kind of just saying, like, go read a book. Go and, you know, get your head around these things. They're big topics that people have been thinking about for hundreds of years. And I don't know, maybe, can yeah. you speak to the, you, can you help someone uh, maybe who's just feeling like, you know, I don't know, I've, I've read a lot, I've looked at a lot. Help them see the forest for the trees a little bit and sure. maybe just help them to see that there's more out there to consider. Sure. Let me say this. And you know, like when you, when you watch a courtroom scene and they say, you know, um, permission to treat the, ho- the witness as hostile. Okay. <laughs> Uh, look, listeners, I don't want, we don't want you to tune out, but I want to treat you as hostile. Let's say you're a hostile. What I mean by that is you're the one who says, I know better than you guys. Mike and Connor, they're out to lunch. <laughs> they believe old-fashioned things. Mm-hmm. They believe antiquated things. The, they believe uh, the Bible straight up. And you know what? I've moved past that. And there's plenty of people I've read that are smarter than them, famouser than them. Yes, I said that. More famous <laughs> than them. And uh, I believe them more. I don't. I like those guys. You know, they're fine. But I'm a little tired of them. Uh, you know, beating the drum for the historic Christian faith. Yeah. Okay. So if you're that person and you're the hostile, and I'm, I'm going to treat you as hostile here, I'm going to say, where is your discernment? Mm-hmm. And the idea is, do you know how arrogant you are? Hmm. Now look, I'm blind to my own arrogance, and I need my family and my trusted friends and my fellow elders to point it out to me. Okay. And, it, and it's going to be painful. Okay, My family was saying some things to me last night that were very painful, okay? Because they were telling me I was wrong about things once again. And I'm like, okay, wait. Are six people wrong or is one person wrong? Let me do the math. Mm-hmm. And so I have to trust the instruments of, of God's word and my trusted friends more than my own mind. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going, let go of your arrogance, Okay. Let go of your arrogance and and then do this, okay? Seriously, do this. Two things. Trust and listen. Trust God and listen to him. And you know what I mean when I say listening to God. Open up your Bible and take it according to the historic Christian faith. Like push through everything screaming in your mind that you shouldn't take it at face value and take it at face value. Trust me, trust Connor, trust the thousands and millions of, of witnesses mm-hmm. uh, that we have. The, the, trust. Go back to Hebrews 11 and trust the witnesses named there. Mm-hmm. Trust that cloud of witnesses, mm-hmm. okay? And then listen to God and then listen to trusted others, okay? So take the whole, take the, the whole of scripture and, and trust what it says at face value and push through your doubt and your anger and your arrogance and your, your insistence that you're right yeah. and lay it down. Literally, let God crush your pride. Let God crush your pride as the word does surgery on your heart mm-hmm. and let God trust your, uh, crush your pride as, as trusted others do surgery on your pride as well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my yeah. best answer. Yeah. Super and it's helpful. painful. Super helpful okay. and painful. I had someone call me yesterday and say some wonderful and uh, soul-searching and painful things. So we need those people in our lives. It wasn't me, uh, by the way. It wasn't him. It wasn't me. <laughs> it 
We haven't had a talk like that. I, we'll, we'll, ha- we'll plan one. Okay? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. I need it. No, maybe you'll have to give me that talk. We need to give it to each other. Oh, yes. Uh, maybe one final thought. This has just been on my mind a lot. Even the last few days, I've been thinking about these things. Listeners, just so you know, everyone around here, this is on our minds because there's going to be some upcoming teaching series going through this. Mm-hmm. And we are maybe just all of us in a new way waking up to how pervasive this is. So we're thinking about progressive Christianity and its dangers a lot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Mike, and maybe you could speak into this. One thing that's been on my mind is when you talk about arrogance, I do think, I and I want to say this respectfully and with, with love towards these people, but I just, I feel like there's a there's such a reality that the people who are on this bandwagon, they have lost completely any thought toward the glory of Jesus. And they are all about promoting their own ideas about Jesus. And, and it's like, it's, it's, any thought of the evangelism of the nations, discipleship, the priority of the local church, helping believers grow, encouraging the struggling. I mean, nope, all of that not is happening. gone. <laughs> yeah. And it's about now, you know, let me just do everything I can to persuade you of my views, you know, that you would come to see the way I see mm-hmm. about Jesus. And, and in my mind, if man, if there's a clear evidence uh, that that's not the work of the Holy Spirit, then I, man, I, I think that that is it. But I don't know. Do you want to yeah. speak to that at all? Yes. In fact, let me do this. Let me quote listeners. This might come out of uh, left field, but let me quote some Jane Austen. Okay. <laughs> Bring it on. Now, I've got four daughters, okay? So I've, I've watched Sense and Sensibility a lot <laughs> and all that. But um, Jane Austen said this, the angry person is not always wise, okay? And that quote has been ringing, you know, rolling around in my head for the last week or so. And I just read it, you know, about a week ago, and and I thought to myself, well, I don't think the angry person is ever wise, (laughs) okay? What do you mean not always wise? I don't think the angry person is ever wise, and I see an anger in the progressive movement, and we can't counter it with anger, Mm -hmm. okay? We need to counter it with compassion, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's that's the important aspect of, as we see the glory of Christ being trashed for human arrogance and pride. I think what we have to do is say, okay, they their minds have been blinded by Satan. And and we want to trust that God would would free them from being held captive by Satan to do his will, as Second Timothy, the end of Second Timothy 2 says. I think that's how you know Jude starts out this way. Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you this verse 3 about our common salvation, I found it necessary Mm -hmm. to write appealing for you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. And what people don't understand sometimes is that that faith once for all delivered is the canon of Scripture. That's the canon of Scripture. It's it's the Word of God that cannot be broken. Mm -hmm. And this is what is getting, you know, bashed. They can't break it, but they're twisting it. And so we have to counter it with compassion and with kindness and with firm resolve. We cannot budge. Do not cave in to these ideas yeah. and, and hold to the, to, the, to the faith. Yeah. Amen. Well, listeners, there'll be more to come. I love that final note. It's not about us just always heaping uh, insult on these ideas, but rather the truth of the gospel should ring loud in our minds. And our prayer is that as you're hearing these things and even maybe just feeling that uh concern and the way that you'd also be directed toward the glory of Jesus and love him and live for him today and know that he's with you, comforting you, caring for you. Uh, That's a great hope. 
Mm -hmm. So uh, we love you and we will talk to you next week. Have a great day.